0: We are taking a bit of a detour on today's episode. I've been sharing on Instagram some pretty vulnerable behind the scenes of my background and how I transitioned from my career in government service to the business that I have today and all of the failures and twists and turns in between. I was really surprised at the great feedback that you shared with me, how much you've been enjoying the story and the journey. So I decided to put it all together. On today's episode, I'm going to take you on the journey of my story from grumpy mess to grateful message. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach, and my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. Being successful and an overachiever and high performer has always been a huge part of my identity. And if I'm being completely honest and vulnerable, that success dictated self-worth. If I'm successful, then I have value, which took me quite a few years to figure out that's completely false. Quick aside, if you felt that already, if you literally felt your breathing or some tightness in your chest or a pit in your stomach when I just said that, we're going to dive much deeper into this topic in a future episode. So be sure to hit that follow button where you're listening to this podcast so that you'll know when it's live. I've always been hardwired this way, this drive to achieve greatness. Let's go all the way back to high school. I took a psychology class my senior year. I was beyond captivated with how the brain works and influences our behavior. It was from that class that I decided I wanted to work for the FBI and catch serial killers. This was actually two years before Silence of the Lambs even came out. And I'm guessing if you're a longtime follower and now you're like, Oh, I get it. That's why she has a pug named Hannibal. Because that's just weird, right? (laughs) I had a dream, but for years I was too scared to chase it. I did major in psychology in college, and my career went from human resources and recruiting to project management. But then 9-11 happened, and my priorities changed. As the quintessential overachiever, I now had this soul-driven, deeper calling. I wasn't in a position to join the military, but I wanted to serve my country and figure out how I could do it in my way. So I joined the ranks of government service. It was a pretty big deal to hold a clearance and to work for one of those three-letter government agencies they make TV shows about. For 13 years, I served my country in this manner. I was appointed to a chief of staff position, which is the highest management level before executive service, and I was only 37 years old. I had so much pride working for this organization and supporting the mission. But in 2010, everything changed. I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and then a year later, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune disease. For the first few years, my management did everything they could to help and support me through the process. I was productive. I had flexible hours. There were no issues at all. But over the years, the fatigue became worse and worse. In 2017, my health hit a crisis level. And I'm talking rock bottom. Tanked. I struggled like I had never struggled before. The fatigue was so bad. I literally could not function. I was falling asleep at work. At the end of the day, I could barely walk the three blocks to my car and then prayed that I wouldn't fall asleep on my drive home. The new management team, I call them the mean girls. They came in like a wrecking ball. I had completed all the official, the EEO and the FMLA paperwork but they wanted nothing to do with me being sick. So they illegally rescinded my legally approved medical leave and blocked any move to transfer. And it wasn't just that. They told me to drink more coffee, to just take a pill. They said, I'm tired too, just get over it. They called me lazy. They said I was faking it. I was pretty much left with only one option, and that was to resign. This wasn't just my dream job. I was making a very comfortable six-figure salary. But I was stuck. I couldn't function at work or at home. I felt betrayed, and I felt like a failure. I felt like I was all alone, and I wasn't being supported, and I didn't know what else to do. So we made the big decision for me to resign so that I could take care of my health. Our income was immediately cut in half, which in the D.C. metro area was pretty devastating to my family. But it was the only choice that I had. The organization, which I gave my blood and sweat and tears for 13 years, they completely betrayed me. I was extremely successful throughout my career there and the various positions that I held. I was proud to work there and proud of the mission. And in an instant, everything was gone. And I fell into victim mode really quick because how and why would they treat me this way? Why couldn't they just keep the original accommodations? The reality was that I was sick. I was really sick. And what do you do when your entire identity is wrapped around being successful? And now you're forced to resign from your dream job and the fatigue is so bad that you can't even get out of bed something inside of me died. I lost my identity. I lost my purpose. If I wasn't being a successful career woman, then I have no value, right? This was rock bottom number three in my health journey. And it was definitely the worst because I gave up. I blamed everyone and everything around me. And I ignored any personal responsibility. And throughout it all, My mother's life mantra continued to be in my head. It builds fortitude. It's something I heard every single day of my life. And it was time to finally put this into action. And I realized that I had a choice. I can either live in my circumstance and be miserable for the rest of my life. Or I can decide it was time to do something different. Because like my mentor says, what got you here won't get you there. Little did I know how big of a gift this actually was. Little did I know the doors that were going to open up for me. So I decided to take my little part-time hobby blog called Pink Fortitude and turn it into a legitimate business. For the first few years, I did what everyone told me to do. I hustled, I worked hard. I tried to make Pink Fortitude something that everyone else said that it should be. But in doing so, I was trying to make my business just like everyone else and I was blending in. It did okay, but I wasn't seeing any kind of significant progress. More importantly, I wasn't able to make the kind of impact that I wanted to. In 2020, an opportunity presented itself that had impact written all over it. I jumped all in because it felt really good. It was the perfect blend to combine my background with the chance to serve those who are in my chronic illness community. This was March 2020. Let me repeat that. This was March, 2020, and we all know what happened to the world that month. As weird as this sounds, the pandemic made the product that I had put my heart and soul into completely irrelevant overnight. It was a brilliant product, but the timing sucked and it wasn't meant to be. And we're right back there where I felt like a failure again. You know when you feel like God just keeps slamming doors and you're standing there with tears running down your face and you're pounding on the door like, God, dude, let me in. When is it my turn? I'm going to be honest with you. This one stung. This was my first big attempt to put myself out there past my little blog. This was my first time to really get out of my comfort zone and try to build a business. At the time, I was a part of two different business communities But they didn't provide any kind of support. It was like every single day that passed by, I felt more and more alone. You know when you're having a nightmare and you're trying to scream to wake yourself up, but nothing's coming out of your mouth? Yeah, that. I felt like I was on this runaway train where I was the passenger, but not the conductor. I felt like I was going along with what everyone else was doing, but I was watching everyone else succeed while I kept failing. And I felt like something was missing, but I didn't know what that was. Little did I know how big of a gift this actually was. Little did I know the doors that were going to open up for me. And all the while, I kept leaning more and more into gratitude. I practiced it. I studied the science, the psychoneuroimmunology, the neuroplasticity, how the brain is connected to our health. I became obsessed with it. And eventually, I cracked the code. So I did what anyone would do next. I introduced it to my Pink Fortitude community. And at this point, I'm all rainbows and unicorns and like, woohoo, gratitude. I'm waking up all gratitude i I'm going to bed all gratitude-y. I am living the dream life all gratitude And I'm all like, people, 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 there is a better way. You don't have to be miserable. It's this thing called gratitude. It is the best thing ever. You have to try it. But here's what happened. Here's what you told me. And not you personally, although you may have told me this personally, but you in a general sense. I try to come up with a few grateful thoughts every day, and I know I should write them down, but I don't seem to get around to it. Or I make a list of three things I'm grateful for, but it doesn't work for me. Or I logically know that I should be grateful, and I have a lot to be grateful for, but it seems like every time I start to gain positivity, something crappy happens. It beats down all those thoughts. Or gratitude doesn't work for me. So it got me thinking. Why is it so hard for individuals with cancer or autoimmune or some type of health challenge? Why is it so difficult for people like us, for people like you and me to make gratitude a lasting practice, especially when our hearts are open to it and we want it to work? And more importantly, because gratitude will help to reverse the cycle of inflammation and disease in our bodies. It's scientifically proven. And because gratitude will help us to build mental resilience. It's called fortitude during the storms of life. So why does gratitude fail us? I needed to find the answer for my community. This was my mission. This quiet whisper, it became such a tug in my heart, deep, deep down in my soul. It said, Holly, pay attention. This is it. I knew that with everything that I had gone to, my story wasn't supposed to end with me being a grumpy mess. I felt that tug to do something with this mess, to turn it into a grateful message. But the doubts were there in full force. Can I actually turn this gratitude thing into a business? And if so, how? What kind of business would this even look like? Do I even have what it takes to do this? Do I have enough energy to do this? How does this actually work? I wish I had a step-by-step instruction manual and someone to show me what to do. Well, you know the old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah, well, they also say it takes a village. And because the timing is always perfect, It was at this time that I was introduced to my current village. My village includes my coach and mentor, James Wedmore, and his team of coaches, and all of my biz besties who support each other on our own business journeys. I joined James's program, Business by Design, and his Next Level Community, and I found myself surrounded by people who only saw me as pure potential. And that's when I finally began to not just figure it out, but to grow to grow as a human being, and to grow my business. The shift was noticeable. And the secret? Well, there's a big difference between the drive that comes from your head and the drive that comes from your heart. And when I leaned into my passion and my purpose, that is when the magic started to happen. I figured out how to take a 20-year career focused on project management and analytics, and I combined that with solving a different set of problems. So what does this look like? My students in the Gratitude Lab, my one-on-one clients, they come to me because they hate their new normal. They're angry because it's frustrating to not have the energy to do what they want to do. I am here to help you find your inner champion so that you can get through the tough times and come out on the other side with more energy, with less fear, less anxiety, with a body that's going to support you instead of fighting against you, with the confidence to finally be heard and maybe even feeling like your old self or better than your old self again. This is my purpose. This is my mission. This is my drive. This is why I jump out of bed every single morning because I get to serve from my heart. Chances are, if my voice is still in your ears, you probably fall into one of four categories. One, you might be listening to this episode purely for information and entertainment value. And that's super cool. And I'm psyched that you are a loyal listener of the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast. Two, you might be in a place where you've said enough and you're ready to start making some changes with your life and or your health. And if that's you, then reach out and let's see if one-on-one coaching is a good fit for you. I'll leave a link in the show notes to make it easy for you. And then number three, you may have gone through your own storms in life and now you're in a better place. And you feel this tug to wanna help others in a similar situation. Recently, I had a chance to spend several days with James Wedmore and his team and coaches. I asked James his thoughts about starting an online business when you don't have a lot of time or energy or hours. Because chances are, if you are feeling this tug, you might be worried about the same thing I was. That, hey, with all the stuff that I went through and I want it to mean something, but I just don't know if I have the time or the energy to do this. Well, here's what James had to say. James Wedmore, what would you say to someone who doesn't have a lot of time or energy or hours, but they want to start a business?
1: Yeah, I think there is an opportunity in front of all of us right now where we can get paid to help people right now. We could start off even with a one-on-one coaching client, which means you get paid first and then you are delivering that coaching as you go. You could scale that a bit and start putting people in a group program and you're doing something as simple as inviting them to weekly Zoom calls. So you get paid and then go live with them, answering their questions, supporting them, teaching your curriculum and content to them. And it's really not that hard to get started and start inviting your first few people to start working with you. We can build the business later, but we can get paid right now to start helping people.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much. You are welcome. There is a feeling of completeness when your heart matches how you can show up to serve. Like, I'm in the right place doing the right thing with the right people. You are my people. I couldn't be more excited to be on this journey with you. And then finally, number four, you may already have an online business that lights you up, but you might have plateaued or maybe you're not seeing the results that you had hoped for. You want to grow. You want to scale. You want to achieve maximum impact for the community that you serve. And I'm wondering, which one of these is stirring inside of you right now? What part of this story resonates with you the most? Are you excited about transforming your life with the power of gratitude? Or do you have that same tug going on, knowing that you want to get out of the rut and build or scale your own business by your own design so that you can take your own grumpy mess and turn it into your grateful message? I know it's scary to take a leap of faith to make it happen. But I can tell you from my own experience that it is possible. If you want to learn more about how to create your own business by design, to get your Lego instruction manual so that you can build and scale an online digital business on your own terms. Then I invite you to the upcoming online and free event called the Rise of the Digital CEO. It's three days where James will share everything you need to know to get started. The link is in the show notes and it's free to join. And then drop me a note, let me know if you register. Now, before we go, I wanna share one more clip from my interview with James because James is such a big believer in gratitude and I wanted to get his thoughts. James Wedmore, what do you think of gratitude?
1: I think gratitude is everything because there's so many things that we want in our life. There's so many goals and dreams and one day, some days, but sometimes, most of the time, we lose sight of what we already have, what's already right in front of us. And each and every one of us, even the very fact that we're alive, have something to be grateful for, something to appreciate. So the more you become aware of how lucky you are even to be alive, you'll begin to notice how much more can come into your life to expand that gratitude, more things to be grateful for. But we have to start with seeing what we have right now in our life.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It's truly been my honor to spend this time with you and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're gonna walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.